0: Top story in the newsletter will be Vladimir Putin's
1: shattering of decades of peace in Europe, Russia attacking Ukraine in the overnight hours, continuing live team coverage in Washington. Fox's Jared Halpern, we understand that the president will be part of a G7 meeting at nine. He will address the nation at some point. How swift and how striking will these economic sanctions be?
2: Well, we we expect that these will be the sweeping sanctions that the president warned about as it relates to a what they call a full-scale invasion of ukraine that being said sanctions can kind of work like a boa constrictor where uh, they have more of an impact over time sometimes and so we'll see how far how wide these sanctions go there has certainly been a lot of talk over the last couple of days uh, about something called export controls that would limit the ability cut off the ability of russia to export any number of goods Obviously. Uh, the energy sector is is a big uh, source of revenue for, Ukraine, uh, for Russia as well, and you would expect that to be targeted. The other thing I'm going to be looking for, Rich, is you saw in that first tranche of sanctions uh, that the uh, White House targeted these oligarchs in Russia, those wealthy elites, part of uh, President Putin's inner circle, targeting not just them but members of their family. Do they expand that list of folks who will be sanctioned? and expand the list of uh, family members close to Putin who could be sanctioned as well.
1: Is this an all-in sort of effort, do you think, from the the White House and from NATO allies as well? Or might it be just another step, and then we'll see what Putin's next step is, and we just continue this rollout?
2: Well, the way that it's been described by uh, Dalip Singh, who is a deputy national security advisor at the White House and has sort of been leading this sanctions charge, is that sanctions are not sort of a one-and-done, that there are always escalatory steps you can take with sanctions, particularly as uh, sometimes they are more effective the longer they go on. And so I don't think you're going to see the White House sort of describe this as the last say in sanctions. Certainly, I think you will see the president uh, talk about how there are additional steps that could happen Uh, moving forward if Russia does not in hostilities pull back its military forces.
1: There was an error of inevitability to this and yet here it is and there is a war in Europe. Is there an error of reaction in Washington? Members of Congress in some cases are out of town. CPAC is happening for example here in Orlando. Is there a general mood you can sense?
2: Well again to your point the United States intelligence for weeks now has been using this word inevitable that they saw this as an inevitability. Um, And uh, you saw sort of the State Department, Congress sort of move in that direction. Now, Congress, as you point out, out of town before they left for recess, they were unable uh, to put together their own sanctions bill, sort of on top of whatever it is that the uh, White House moves forward with. One of the uh, sticking points, though, in those negotiations, Rich, was the timing of it. Would sanctions be imposed pre-invasion or post-invasion? With that point moot. I would expect that one of the first things Congress does when they convene again, we believe next week, unless they come back earlier, uh, would be to start moving forward on some of these sanctions that have already been agreed to. Um, particularly in the United States Senate.
1: And in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll continue our live coverage as we hear from uh, one member of uh, uh, your uh, delegation from Northeast Florida, Representative Michael Waltz, who said earlier to this morning that he would not rule out cyber attacks by Russia in response to the sanctions. Continuing team coverage throughout the day, Fox's Jared Halpern
0: will be updating the story from D.C. Thanks.